0: everybody, to the Building Aaronsburg podcast. I'm Thomas Ahrensberg.
1: And I'm Catherine Aaronsburg.
0: And first, I want to say that this is our 21st episode. Can you believe that we've already done 20 episodes? Why is
1: 21... 21- oh, <laughs> I was, I, I just I was wondering why 21 was significant, but you're saying we've done 20. Yeah, when I've... You um, forgot to say it during the 20th one that it was significant.
0: I didn't, <laughs> I, I did, it didn't cross my mind until I was putting things together and then I had to title it.
1: Yeah, they fly by all the podcasts that I listen to that have I've been probably listening to for years and years. They'll sometimes do a little bit of recap what, where they'll talk about old podcasts and they'll go, That was way back episode eighty four. And I'm thinking, how many have y'all done? Yeah. And you look down at the podcast, you know, uh app and it's they're they've done three hundred and seventy two episodes and you're like, What
0: Yeah, we'll <laughs> blink our eyes and we'll be at three hundred and seventy <laughs> whatever. Can we
1: come up with enough subjects? What can we talk about next?
0: There's always something to talk about. That's what why are we, we started this thing. That's true. We just always have things to talk about.
1: What are we talking about today?
0: Today we're going to talk about when to ask for help.
1: Do we know the answer to that question?
0: We do not. <laughs> <It's>, uh,
1: <laughs> so let's just start you off by saying by listening to this podcast you may not know the answer by the time it's all over. Well I over. think it's
0: one of those things that you don't <laughs> think of it until you're like drowning. drowning. Yeah. yeah keeping
1: that nose barely above water. Right. I, I think that it's also a personality thing. I'm very we've had this discussion before. I'm very bad at asking or like I'm bad at asking for help, but mm-hmm. also I'm pretty bad at identifying when I probably should need some help. Because often people around me will go, You're taking on so much. Right. And I always give people the analogy of the lobster in the pot where you yeah, know,
0: you're slowly adding and slowly adding and slowly adding. Yeah. In.
1: Where you don't really realize like it's just part of life, you know, it's part of life to add on to what you're doing and to just handle it, to deal with it. Right. So at what point is it too much? And I think there has been so much talk, of course, lately about mental health, which is a great subject to be had and it's a great discussion to be had, um, but that's. You know, that's a little separate from what we'll probably talk about today. Just knowing yeah. when you need to reach out, not asking for help for your mental health, if there's a depression issue or something else that you're feeling mentally that you need to handle, but more of the actual physical when you need help. Um, I mean, I've I hired an assistant lately recently. Yeah. So
0: that, I think that's actually what I wanted to start with was um, in your business. You know, you it's always just been you and you slowly like you said it was just you drawing some plans then you started doing your videos but all the while you're you're getting more clients and then these videos are becoming something that you they kind of became their own you animal. just kind of stood in front of a camera just you hit record and then you walked around and stood in front of a camera
1: but then I was editing and them and you
0: edited them by yourself yeah and then as that became more professional at the same time you're growing number of clients
1: i realized i needed then, help with that With, you know... With your video Filming and producing, yeah. Right. And for me, for whatever reason, that wasn't a hard transition for me to, to acknowledge I needed help. And it may have been because it was something I relatively recently took on. And so I didn't feel like it was a part of my identity yet. And so I didn't feel attached to it enough to go... I can hand this to somebody else and it's not a big deal. I feel like it was detached yeah. enough from who I had been for so long. It was something I started relatively recently. It was something I started filming and then handed it off within a year. Yeah. Probably.
0: Well, would you say that you were good at it or that it, you enjoyed it? Either of those uh, two things?
1: No, and it wasn't something that um, that I thought that I had the best quality of you know like I felt like someone else was going to do it better and take my vision of what I wanted it to be and turn it into what I wanted it to be
0: right so in those cases it's probably pretty easy to ask for help because you know like look I know I'm not good at this or that you don't enjoy it yeah so it was a new service you added to your business but very quickly you decided I'm not good at this get let's get someone else like I need this It's, it's gonna bring it's your way of advertising, essentially, right? Yeah, I mean, right, it, right, it's... right. Yeah.
1: Video is my way of advertising. And a lot of, I mean, essentially, that's probably the largest thing that it does is advertise for my business. But, um, but yeah, I handed it off to somebody else. And I think that was a really good decision. That was my first handoff in my business. But now, um, you know, five years later or so, it's about been that long since I started, maybe six years since I started filming things. I think of other ways to hand things off. Of course, in business, um, I also had, like I said a minute ago, um, I hired an assistant in November. But you guys, I've been in business for 15 years. Right. Since 2008. I never thought that I would get bigger than just me. And so I hired the film guy and I thought, what am I doing? Like, I never thought I'd hire somebody. But then I hired somebody who's with me every day. An assistant who's like involved in the daily, the day to day. The film person is like, we film together. They go and they edit. And, you know, Nate goes and edits off by himself we're not really together except right. for when we film
0: or if you have meetings to set up film stuff sure it's not but
1: it's not the same as an assistant who's like in your business all the time right. they know who's called you every day they know what your schedule looks like she knows my schedule better than I do yeah which honestly is a good thing because I can't keep track of it anymore but um but admitting I needed an assistant I remember there was a time where I thought I said it out loud and I even just thought I said to other people that are, you know, female entrepreneurs, I said, I don't know what I would do with an assistant. And I just remember this one girl saying, you'll figure it out. (laughs) You'll figure out what you'll do with an assistant. And now that I have one, um,
0: you don't know how, like if she, something happened to her, you'd be,
1: yeah, I don't know how I live without it, but I did it. I did it because I was the lobster in the pot and I was, the fire was heating up the water and I just. You know, you just do it. It's right. just like being a mom. I mean, we have 4 kids. We I look back at photos of our kids from 4 or 5 years ago, mm-hmm. they were all babies. When yeah. I say babies, we had 3 children in front-facing car seats at one time. Rear-facing. Rear-facing. Sorry. Is yeah. that right? Rear-facing?
0: Well, we had when
1: they had to be two. No, they were probably yeah, four. I think one
0: was forward facing; and the other two were still facing. Backwards. They ha- they
1: were in five point buckle, yeah. harness car seats. I shouldn't say they were all rear facing because right. they weren't. But one they was were facing forward. We had two. to climb back there and buckle and unpe- bu- unbuckle people out of car seats. Right. I don't think it was three. I think it was all four actually at one time for a while, and then they moved to well, booster they were in seats. Boosters.
0: By the time the youngest one was born, the oldest one was in a booster.
1: All I'm saying is, what on earth? Yeah, it was a lot. But there's no one who could have said, I mean, people did tell me, you're taking on a lot. Because, A, like, what are you going to do? Just to abandon your children? No. Like, right. you're going to do whatever it takes, you're going to do. But certainly, a lot of other people would have said, I need help. Let me hire somebody. Now, a huge portion of our stuff was I was a very small business. I was choosing to stay home with the kids and take care of them right. while you were a school teacher and are a school teacher. And so, we didn't have a lot of money. I mean, it's nice to say you need help. Well, can you get the help? Yeah. How on earth is that going to happen? You know, so for a long time, um, it just wasn't possible. And so I think that unlike the filming thing, um, doing whatever it took to take care of the kids and keep the house and all those things, it became part of my identity. And so eventually it becomes so part of who you are and you're so used to doing it that you don't even know how to let it go to somebody else. Sure. And I'm still in that position today. I work a full-time job with employees, have four children who are in sports. Now, you're taking care of the sports, admittedly. Um, I come home and I cook dinner every night still. Um, I come home at 5 and I cook dinner. um, And we still all clean the house. Like, I do the bathrooms exclusively. I'm the bathroom girl, and I do... You know a ton of other stuff too, but you guys all help to clean the house, and of course our children need to learn the skills of cleaning. Mm-hmm. But we are spending our weekends, every weekend, maintaining yeah, stuff, just getting
0: caught back up, just getting
1: caught up, right? And I don't want to do that anymore. Right. I want to, I want to be able to. And not even, not even like enjoy our weekends as if I want to sit by the pool because we all know that's not who I am. I'm never just going to sit by the pool and enjoy the pool for the weekend, right? But I want to renovate the bathroom, but we can't even get to renovating the bathroom because we're cleaning it before, like yeah. cleaning all the other bathrooms. And so, I mean, in, you know, renovating a bathroom is a pretty big project, but I just they're stacking up in my head, which gives me anxiety. The little projects that I have that yeah, we haven't done at during
0: springtime too. you you kind of have these weekends set out like we need to power wash this and then we need to get the backyard ready and the front yard ready and
1: right we could be pressure washing things we could be just all this like spring maintenance i need to aerate the backyard i've had things on our list every weekend for the last month and none of them have gotten done right and so because we're cleaning the house or in the last few weekends there's been family in town or there's been um kids playing games i mean our right now the kids are playing soccer before before that, they were playing um, basketball. Basketball, and so it pushes everything to basically we have Sunday open, and that's it. All right.
0: It's usually Saturday afternoons and Sundays, but these the last two Saturday afternoons we've either had family in town or some other family obligation to get to. And so, so for three straight weekends we have done nothing, and it.
1: So I'm finally admitting that I need help with. Of course, I have to – I mean, as you guys can tell from listening to us for the last five minutes, I have to give it a lot of logical thought before I'll admit that that's what it needs to be done in order – you know what I'm saying? Like, here's all the – here's the case for why I need somebody. (laughs) Right. And when I get somebody, it will free us up to do other productive things. Like, in my head, there is no – again – um, vacation to come from this. This is a matter of I need someone else to take care of this so that we can be productive in other ways. Right? Because there's a ton of other things for us it's, to do. I mean,
0: really, that's it's no different than what you did with your business and your assistant. Is Correct. There, you were doing so much of the nitty gritty that you couldn't get to the bigger. Picture I was losing. Stuff.
1: I was losing out on. Yes, a hundred percent. I was. I was losing on clients who I couldn't even remember called me. Right. Because I was busy doing other things. They would call me if I didn't immediately get them. If they weren't immediately interested in hiring me, I let them go. I wasn't going to follow up. I wasn't right. going to do any of those things. And that's what the assistant now does.
0: Right. She schedules them out far enough that.
1: she Well, she schedules them out. If someone calls and she doesn't hear, you know, she sends them all the information about how much we charge and when we can schedule and all that. Mm-hmm. If they don't call her back. She'll call back in a week and go, Hey, did you get the information? Did you have any questions? I didn't do that stuff. Right. And so she is able to do a ton of stuff that I was just letting go by. So by hiring somebody, I'm actually more productive right? and able to bring in more money and, you know, all have more clients yeah. and have more satisfied clients. Yeah, that really. was one of
0: the things that you were really on the fence about hiring her is, is she going to pay for herself and how is that going to affect the business? And so it's the same thing th- with your film person too, right? When you were getting ready to hire him, it's it was kind of it's kind of a big risk because you're going to have to pay a salary, and you're hoping is this person actually going to bring me enough more business to pay that salary? Mm-hmm. And it's just you know it's just kind and of a gamble.
1: It is, but I, you know there's plenty of people. It's a really hard um, thing to to really differentiate between the people who are making you money. And the people who are there to just keep you afloat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a difference between a salesperson who's going out and actively getting work. Sure. My assistant's not actively going out and getting work. I'm producing the leads that bring the work to us. And then she's right. able to capture them and keep them. Right. Which is worth something, of course. But I'm not, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, she's not a salesperson. She's not a
1: salesperson. And so right. I'm not sure she's actually earning her income in that way. Um, well,
0: other than she's keeping you from losing correct potential income, yeah.
1: But I mean, geez Louise, to <laughs> I would have been really losing a lot in order for for her to have to make up what she's, yeah, you know, making. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So you can't always look at it that way. It's kind of this balance between the two things, and film is the same way. That is an advertising um, yeah, expenditure have, for everyone me. Everyone has
0: to pay for advertising. I mean, if you want your business to grow, right. you have to advertise. Right. Just the way you do. It's not the traditional way. You're not on. You know. Making TV commercials and radio commercials.
1: No, what I do is today's version of a commercial. Right. TV commercials are kind of dead. Don't get me started on that. We could talk about business. By the way, super excited. Random tangent side note that I just discovered yesterday. I've been hoping and wishing for it to come along. Um, LinkedIn finally has stories. Thank you, Jesus. LinkedIn, geez LinkedIn gods, whoever. Um, so glad they finally have stories. Meaning, I can get on there just like I do with IGTV stories yeah. and talk about business stuff. Right. On stories every day.
0: Right. So, what is the difference? You probably need to. I don't know if people that listen to this know the difference between LinkedIn. Versus other social media,
1: yeah, I would say that most people think that LinkedIn is where they put their resume and yeah. if they're looking for a job or something like that. But it really is a social media platform, business to business, social media platform. So for me, um, you could, I could end up with someone who could mentor me, um, or saw, you know, saw the content that per, that I produce and go, well, I'd love to have you produce pillows for my company, or I would love to have you. Right. It's a business to business type marketing situation.
0: So it's not a personal.
1: You not know. usually, not usually. Okay. Usually it's business to business. Of course, a lot of people are looking for um, employees there. They're looking, they are looking right. for. Yeah,
0: they yeah, you can see people's resumes and that kind of yes. thing on there too. It's a
1: very professional, you know, you're not, most people are not going to go in there with political anything. Right. It's all very PC, in my opinion, Um, which is kind of how business still is yeah. these days. You know, it's really interesting that, that among all the things that have kind of gone to hell in a handbasket as far as, Things we think are okay to talk about (laughs) in this world, and to hate people for, and all this different stuff. Um, When it comes to -to business-to-business type interactions, there's still a civility about it, which I kind of love. Just well, because you have to put
0: that aside. I mean, when it comes to business, you have to put all that aside. But why can't
1: we put it aside with each other? I
0: don't know. Because
1: it doesn't. In the end, it doesn't. Most of it doesn't matter. Right. Most of it isn't even factual anyway. Most of the stuff we hear and see. Um, I don't know why we can put it, put it aside on LinkedIn. Why we know that when we because, go to LinkedIn that's our space to not be that way., yeah. but let your everything fly on all the other social media I think platforms. LinkedIn
0: is more of like a bigger picture kind of platform where Facebook a lot more personal. It's like this is Facebook's about me. Whereas is LinkedIn sure. like the business. Sure. I have to put on my company face.
1: I guess I'm of the mind since I'm running a business that I am my business no matter yeah, where always. I go. It's like right. whenever you, you know, you work at McGill and so you tell your students that mm-hmm. when they are in the McGill, even if they're not in their uniform, because you work at a private school, they wear uniforms. So even if you're not in your uniform, you are representing your school even when you're not at school. Right. And that's important. And I think that everyone I don't, I mean, I guess in the end, we're all forming our own personal brands, whether you like it or not. Just like people say, you don't need a headshot. Like, everybody needs a headshot. Right. Everyone has a personal brand. Is It's fine if that's what you want your personal brand to be, but you better own it. And it, I mean, it's yeah. who you are and know that you're going to alienate some people and you're going to have to be okay with that.
0: I don't think people pay attention to that at all.
1: You are a personal brand. No matter who you are, you are a personal brand. And so... All my friends on Facebook that are my personal friends on Facebook, I don't ever post anything that yeah. would be remotely controversial that I wouldn't say on my business page too. Right. Because I am my personal brand. No matter where I go, no matter what I do, and whatever I say or do reflects back on my business and my kids and you and I mean everything, you know, it's, it's not always about me. Like I have to think about would that embarrass you? When right. you go to school on Monday morning, is that going to embarrass you? Is that going to embarrass the people that you represent? I mean, I, don't know, I just feel like the implications of what we say and do spread well, And beyond. you never know
0: when you're going to run into someone that, that pays attention to you. We were at a soccer game yesterday, at one of our kids' soccer games, and this woman that came out of, seemingly, the woods.
1: She did come uh, out of the woods. She <laughs> actually came out of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She's like, I live right here. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> she's like i'm one of your fans i know you have no idea who i am but i just want to tell she you was that, super sweet yeah so you never know where you're going to run into someone that knows you and you know if you're like you said you can't be somebody some you know over here on facebook and then expect that everyone's not going to see you that way when they see you in person yeah, i'll or, have
1: people say sometimes to me. You're just like you are on the in on Inst- on the Instagram. Listen to me, I'm 75 on years the old. line. On the line, you're just like you are on the line. I'm like, who else am I supposed to be? Like anybody else that's faking yeah. it just makes me nervous. Like to think that I you're don't not know. the same person. Like I have a mustard stain on my shirt. Whether um, and I'll show it to you on social media, <laughs> and I'll also be at the soccer game with the same mustard stain. Like when I show you what I wore, and I'm about to leave the door out the door. When you see me at that game, you'll be able to look at your story and go oh yep she's wearing that same outfit she didn't change before she came out here I mean I don't know I just don't have time for all that honestly which is why I need to hire someone to clean my house (laughs) I mean I just it all comes back to that um it just it all comes back to just no identifying when you need some help so we maybe we can help a little bit with how you can identify when you when you're that lobster that's hitting that boil point and just needing somebody
0: Okay, so let, this is uh, sort of switching gears, but not really. Is it possible that you ask for help too much? I mean, I'm sure it's possible, but...
1: Is that- it possible for people to ask for help too much? I think yeah. it's possible for people to take advantage of other people. I think, um, I think we all know of businesses and employers and family members and stuff that are always the ones who are getting asked to help, and... There are some of us who need more help than others, and really can't handle all the things. And I, and I, you know, on the flip side of that, I think a lot of times people don't offer me help because I do seem so capable, and yeah. you are so capable and so helpful. You know, people know they just
0: look like they got it together. They yeah, don't need help. yeah, don't even bother. And I so think. they don't get
1: offered. And I think there's other people who don't look like they have it together, and so they do get offered more. I think it's, I think it's one thing to get offered and accept help. It's a, others. It's a different thing, maybe to constantly ask the same people over and over again um i don't know i don't know if there's a a, i don't know that's that's probably a rough subject to get into as far as if you can possibly ask someone too much yeah but definitely closer and closer in your circle it's it's better at least family to ask them the most you might alienate some friends if you keep asking (laughs) even the closest of friends can get tired i mean i had a friend in in college we eventually, I mean, we were best friends, and I just couldn't handle the drama anymore. You know, it was just always something was wrong. And um, I talked to another friend of my uh, of mine about it in college, and she was like, "Oh yeah, we call those uh, emotional vampires." I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so accurate!" Yeah, I mean, it was always just
0: you always need your help with something. It wasn't help even me through something. Yes, it was
1: help me through something. It wasn't like I need you to come over and move me, you know, right. the boxes right, from right, my right, house right. or something. It was this emotional. Right.
0: I'm going through this thing. She's always going through something. Like
1: if you're someone who is go- always going through something, and I don't mean mental health issues, guys. I'm talking about if there's like some sort of acute drama in your life at all times there is action that needs to be taken that's beyond probably just getting through it you probably right. need to like you know leave him or her or you need to remove yourself from a situation or right. you need to like there's some action that needs Get to be taken whatever, whatever it is to, yeah whatever it is if you are that miserable there's some action that needs to be taken in order for things to change but the people who surround you will Eventually, be exhausted by, at least me. This is how I. This is the friend I am. Lack of action drives me nuts. Right. That's don't just complain, who I am. Complain
0: and complain and if you're not going to do anything about it.
1: Yeah, like, you know I don't want to hear it. You know this about me. Yeah. You've been the victim of this lots and lots of times. Yes, I have. Where you come home and you just need to let you know, the day right.
0: off a lot your of time, shoulders. Just, yeah, you just need to vent about something. But
1: but see, I have to know whether or not you're venting to start with or right. if you actually want me to help you solve a problem. And I've discovered that about myself over time. Because if you come to me and you don't identify it and you're just griping, 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 right. I think you need a solution to your problem. So I'm going to help you come up with a solution. But then when you're the person that comes to me 10 times and I'm still, it's the same right. problem same over problem. and over again, You've and I'm still nothing. trying to help you through it and you're not taking any action to to. Move forward. Right. I don't want to help you anymore. I'm done. I don't want to listen. And you don't want to wanna wanna anymore. hear about it no, either. I do not want to hear about it. I don't want to listen to you. I don't want to have this conversation for the seventy fifth time. Like, either go do something about it or stop talking about it. Right. Those are your two options when it comes to me. Sorry, everybody, but that's how it. <laughs> that's yeah. how it is. Because I'm a person of action. Now I've discovered again. I've discovered about myself that if you come to me and you preface it with, look, I just need to vent about today. I don't want anything to happen. You know.
0: Yeah. Then I just think I'm not
1: great at it, but I think I can handle it right. a little better than when there's no preface to tell me that you don't need any help. Yeah,
0: I don't, I wonder, I don't, I guess I don't field a lot of that. But I want to say that the past. What do you
1: mean? No one comes to you for help? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean, maybe the
0: past <laughs> few times that you've said something to me, I'm like trying to come up with solutions. You're like, I don't need solutions. Just. Yeah, I tell <laughs> you. I just straight to tell I'm you. I'm just telling you this stuff. Don't, yeah. don't help me through this. Just. Just listen. Just
1: listen. Yeah. Because
0: there's yeah. I'm like the last couple. I'm trying to think of people that have actually come to me like, hey, help me through this. You might be the only person. I don't think other people.
1: I don't know. You have I don't students. Think I'm that you. Kinda... I don't know. I think you've got students. You're. I
0: don't know. You're
1: a man of the use when it comes to advice. But and... they don't.
0: They don't like. Hey, can I talk to you privately about this issue? Sure. They're usually more real generic things that come up that probably all kids are dealing with, and so.
1: Isn't that sort the nice thing? Sort of like thing? a blanket thing. It's not constantly, like a personal. Like you're getting older and wiser and the people who you are surrounded by on a daily basis for the most part are all staying the same age. Yeah. Because they, <laughs> they all pass through. They're always 14 through 18. And it's always the same issue. It's always the same issue because. I know they... that
0: when they hit freshman year, third quarter, they they like really have this issue where they had believed their parents for so long. And now they actually have friends who are sometimes more right than their parents.
1: Or just have a different thought like, process, right? it's
0: like, whoa, what's going on here? There's like this real weird balance of yeah, power yeah. between they're having what to really mom think and dad say, it. what I'm allowed to do, what they're actually letting me get away with. Mm-hmm. and It's like, I'm, I'm starting to get these freedoms, but I don't know what to do with them. It's really awkward. And it happens so there That's, you go. It's Always third quarter freshman year. Yeah.
1: So do they come to you and ask you? No, questions? I tell them
0: like I know. Like, oh. hey, guys, it's third quarter. Let me tell you what's <laughs> happening in your life, and you don't realize it, but like some of you probably are starting to realize. Do this, any of
1: but... them nod their heads in agreement? Or
0: yeah, most of the time, like it's like when I a lot of times when I give this information, they're kind of like, "Oh my god, the guy's peering into my soul." Yeah, you see it's the like, little light bulb in their eyes. Your soul is no different than any yeah. other fifteen-year-old <laughs> going through the same thing. That's pretty amazing. So yeah, I don't think that kids come to me necessarily but. sure
1: yeah but you've seen it enough. well you must have seen there must have been something that happened overall I mean you've been teaching for like 20 yeah, years it's, at this again point.
0: yeah it's probably like one thing one or two things every year either I have an issue with the teacher I mean with a another student and their parent mm-hmm. like the parent comes to me yeah little Johnny's acting up it's always oh, little that's, Johnny. that's interesting and then you know it happens Every year, around the same time, it's you're as storing it away.
1: You're so good at seeing pattern in things. I'm it's, not.
0: It's my math brain. I'm not so much. Gotta, gotta put it away. I'm telling
1: you, I detail. would probably, I would probably experience the same questions and the same kids for 15 years and be like, it's brand new that every is time. Unique.
0: That is a unique <laughs> problem. Let
1: me, let me go find somebody who can help you with that. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I mean, I have the same questions in my business over and over and over again, but yet I could not write a curriculum for it, which is what I'm working on right now. In with a very slow plan. way. Yeah. Not just the business plan, but um, working on producing, you know, ebooks and things like that where right. you have to get down to, to very the bare details. basics yeah. of where you started and what people would like to learn. It's like, what do they want to well, learn again? And your I memory's forgot. so bad
0: too. You I don't know how you're gonna go back and do that.
1: This okay. See, but that's another thing with hiring people and helping you out that it for me anyway, it has allowed my brain to be a lot more clear. Because there's so much stuff rattling around up there. I mean, there's always going to be stuff rattling around up there. But following up with clients. I mean, I used to know every one of my clients' names. Where they lived. What their kids' names were. Their dog's name. You know, what they wanted in their landscape. Like, all that stuff was up there being stored in a file. Mm -hmm. This, In fact, yesterday morning... I woke up thinking about one of my clients who I had their project finished last August. What are we in? April now? Almost April? I don't even know how many months ago that was. They had a problem with their their install. Um, We got it all sorted out. Talked to the contractor. All that stuff. But I haven't heard from her since. And... We did a video at her house, like it was a whole thing. Like we were very involved there. Yeah. I woke up yesterday morning thinking of her, and then I immediately forgot again. And then this morning I messaged her on Instagram and said, "Just wanted to check on you, see how you're doing." But like the fact that that's what's rattling around up there in my yeah, sleep. I think
0: you used to do that with all of your clients too. Like there was, but some now sort I have an assistant follow-up. who does that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> which is great. People really appreciate follow up, even if it's not not directly from me. Um, and I think now we're getting into the point in my business where. To some degree, not everyone, not necessarily locals, but I do a lot of online consultation, virtual consultation type stuff. And when I'm the one that pops up on their Zoom call or their FaceTime yeah. or whatever, they're shocked that it's me. Like, they think it's going to be somebody else. They think it's going to, like, my office is calling. Right. But that someone else but is going to take care of it. designers. Yeah, hidden. which we don't have yet. I think we're going to get there eventually. Right. But we're getting to the point where people don't always expect me to be the one that follows up, which is great. Like that's, that's where I need to be, but just know if you're my client, I'm still thinking about you. It doesn't matter, you know, how old you are. If they're, if they're, you know, if you're 10 years ago, probably I'm still thinking, especially if there's a problem. I for sure. I'm thinking about you if there's a problem, but, um, but yeah, I, I will always, I think message my clients from time to time when they pop into my head, but I do that with everybody, anybody. It doesn't matter if you're a client or a, a personal friend. Um, if I think of you, I'll just text you and just say, I'm thinking, hey, thought of you today. Not even like what I, I would, usually don't think anything in particular. Right, it'll usually like be name like popped in their head. Yeah. Or it'll here. be like, oh, I wonder the last time I talked to her, she was, you know, going through something. I yeah. wonder if that's all sorted out. And so I'll just message them. And, you know, what's interesting about that? We I don't know if we've done a podcast about this before um, or talked about it, but I've had several people say, you messaged me at just the right time. I actually was having a hard day. Whatever, right. and you think clearly that thought popping in my head wasn't just a coincidence. Right, it was meant to be there, Divine and so providence there. It needs some action. So if that ever happens to y'all, try it. It's I I love that little bit of advice. It's something I don't know that anybody told me to do that. just kind of did it. It's almost like a getting a handwritten thank you note. I think yeah. people really appreciate it. Um, Gary V would tell you that handwritten notes are stupid, but I don't think they are, and I also think that just sending a text message to tell someone that you are just thinking of them is hugely right. kind. Yeah, it and, goes a long way. Yeah, and not even in any kind of like that they need to do something for you. It's right. just, I think people cross my mind and it's I think that they like to, I mean, anybody likes to know that.
0: Someone else is thinking about you. Yeah,
1: and just wondering how you are. Right. And not in that, you know, I saw you, hey, how you doing? And you don't really want to know how they're right. doing. Yeah. In a true, like, I was thinking of you and I want to know how you're doing. Yeah, Because last time we talked.
0: Well, if you're if you're taking the time out of your day to send a message, it's. no, I really do want to know how you're doing. Yeah. Like I stopped my day. Yeah. To write this I mean, message. But how long
1: does it take to send a text message? Ten seconds, maybe. Right. It probably takes me longer to find people in my phone than it does to write the text message. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finding contacts in my phone is always a total nightmare. If you even make it in there to start with, I've had I've had people who will call me off and on for months and months and months. I never program them in. I'm so bad about programming numbers in my phone. Do you? You I immediately, do it immediately. I
0: can't stand. There are certain things my assistant does too. She, people will just
1: call her like the first time to even yeah, look into pot. You get programmed in, you're programmed. Dude, in. I'm telling you, if I'm one married, you might your number might not be in my phone. I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's crazy how long it takes me. Um, so anyway, having having help keeps my brain a little less cluttered. Which allows me to have time for other things. And it's the kind of things that people tell you that that's what's going to happen. And you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The salary I'm about to spend is a lot of money for me to just right. take a chance to see if that's true. It's true, guys. It's yeah. totally true. Yep. And now, um, whenever we find somebody to clean our house, it will free us up time to pressure wash the wall. It will... Uh, Give us time to um,
0: work on the Cushman.
1: Yeah. What was the other? There was some other spring item that we wanted to do that I can't think of right now.
0: Other than pressure washing.
1: Yeah, there was something else. It's I can't probably think of all it.
0: the like you wanted to plant a bunch of stuff.
1: I mean, <laughs> there's tons of stuff. I mean, the list that I had just for today, including um, I don't know you call it. Not filming this podcast, recording this podcast. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just it's a long mile. list. Yeah. yeah. And so we were doing all the things that we were catching up to that. I mean, I was still raking leaves today and.
0: Yeah. So I put that on, on my Instagram the other day is that I think it was a couple weeks ago. I had the kids go out and rake the yard because I want them to learn the skill, but just having them do things. It's never, it's not to the quality that, that it really needs. Like it, it gets generally the job done. Mm-hmm. You know, you had them clean the house today. We had them clean the house today. But then we have to go behind them and sweep. You have to go behind them and mop. You have to go behind them and, if nothing else, check all of their work. There's just...
1: Yeah. And that's what I'm hoping hiring somebody... Finding
0: good help is also a a big, another factor in that. Because
1: I think we've talked about before, we have had several people try to clean the house. Right. And it's not great. So we're going to work our way through it. But I think I'm determined this time to find someone to do it. And if I have to go through five different people... To get it done, so be the it. The way that you want it done. The way that I want it done. Yeah. Yeah. Then so be it. But I think I also have, am changing my mental state of what I expect out of that person. Mm-hmm. And that it's more, it's not this like special. In the past, it's been this, it was my birthday gift, like to yeah. have the house clean top to bottom and like deep cleaned, right. which they no satisfying me on that. Unless you're Go Clean Co., there's no satisfying me on that. And so instead, let me switch my brain to, um, Someone who is helping aid me in what I'm already trying to do and relieving me from my typical deep cleaning is right. not my typical weekly thing, right? right? Like we deep clean, try to deep clean a couple rooms per week or something like that. And so th- now I'm looking at it as someone who is going to help aid me in my normal and alleviate some of right. the the pressure so and stress
0: get to you know the the, the really tough things. That...
1: Yeah. So I can get to putting a top on that new console table we just built. Or I can get to cleaning the four-year floors that have epoxy stuck to them. Like, those are just...
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's coming out. See,
1: I'm telling... I think it is. You think we're going to have to retile it? Yeah. You want to retile it?
0: I asked you that. I really don't care. At the end of the day, I don't care. But I remember when I was pulling up everything else before we did the epoxy.
1: I like the tile in there. I was going to dye the grout black and just clean up the things, but to clean up the tiles with the epoxy. Y'all weren't as neat with the epoxy. Although I think partly it was me because I had spread some paint on it by accident. I would spilled It was that
0: and having to redo the epoxy is what really did us in. Because then everything was out for what we thought was only going to be a week or so. It was out for several weeks.
1: I just think in the grand scheme of the projects that we have going on right now, the foyer floor ain't my...
0: No, it's not. It's way down the list.
1: So this week's episode was pretty uh, business heavy. (laughs) So I apologize for that if you guys aren't into the business end of things. But overall, I think that if you are struggling with um, hiring someone, not because you don't have the money, but because you can't let go that you wouldn't be doing something, like how would I let someone else do this? I think that you really have to, Stop and be logical and pragmatic about the reasons why, you know, and, and your goals, what your goals are in life or with your home or whatever it is. And how do I reach these goals? I've just, I mean, I'm already such a um, logical, you know, decision maker, Mm -hmm. but for whatever reason, this kind of stuff has really escaped me. So if you're like me and you've let the emotions get in the way of being able to, decide to let someone else do some things
0: yeah i think another part of that too just this just comes from the social media stuff that i follow um is that one of the things i follow they this whole past week or two they've been talking about detaching being able to detach like you're always everything you're always in everything it's so hard just take some time especially like when you really feel overwhelmed instead of like, I'm going to double down right here and put in extra time and stay up late and wake up early, Mm -hmm. just take a minute to detach and like step back and look at, okay, I'm wasting a lot of energy and time doing this. If I could just hand it off to somebody and come back to it.
1: That is another way to say that is not being able to see the forest for the trees. right? Um, And I think in my experience, it takes someone who has already gotten past it that has a similar circumstance to you mm-hmm. that can advise you. So, right. So maybe that's your first step to asking for help. Sure. Maybe not going and saying, you know, going through the process and being able to say, um, I need somebody to clean my house. I need someone to do my uh, books, my taxes, or, you know, whatever it is. Um, maybe the first step is reaching out to a friend or a family member who has a similar circumstance from than, as you do, but doesn't do it the same way. Right. That can maybe see it from the other side to help you yeah, see the just forest just give you for a different
0: perspective, if nothing else.
1: Yes, because, you know, sometimes we, it's, it's easy for someone else to give us advice who isn't in our same circumstance, and it's always easy for me to discount someone's advice yes. that is not in the same position as right. me. Well, you don't have four kids. What do right. you know? You
0: don't own your own business. You don't own
1: your own business. Why is that helpful? You know, and so right. no one's going to have exactly the same circumstances as sure. you. It's easy to, for me to also say, well, we've got four kids, but I'm not, you know, we're not killing it money wise. So I'm not I don't have a fortune to go and hire XYZ. Right. And so the money thing always comes into play. Um, but of course, as people always tell you, you have to think about what things are worth to you. Is it worth fifty dollars or a hundred dollars to save you, you know, X number of hours yeah. during your weekend? Possibly or...
0: several hours of your weekend.
1: We spend our entire weekends working on the house, which to some extent we like. We like Yeah. There's making... some satisfaction in There you know, is in the doing the it done. yourself. Yeah. Yes. But you can't do everything yourself to a high enough quality. You just can't. You cannot do it all. Yeah. Um so
0: identify what the things are that you can mm-hmm. let go or would and be in, willing to let go. In
1: business, the way that we do it is you identify the things that you like to do the least.
0: Mm-hmm. Those are
1: the things you, you need to let go first. For me in my business, it was accounting. I had to let the accounting go. It took me a thousand times longer to do my bookkeeping than it would take a CPA to do it. Mm -hmm. And I hated doing it. It took me a long time and I hated it.
0: I feel like the first few times you did it too, you couldn't get it to balance because of certain...
1: I just, it was a program issue. It was a me issue. It was, it was bad. It would have taken me, you know, six months to have learned all the QuickBooks stuff and he mm-hmm. already knows it, and he's charging me like hundred dollars a month. Is it really worth a hundred dollars a month right. for me to to do it?
0: Spend hours? Yeah, to I mean it a day.
1: Out. I would spend a day per month, eight hours a month, when it literally probably takes some thirty minutes right. to do. It's not worth it to me, and so I think um, a friend of mine that. When I was going through all this, he always said, make a list. And you can do this if it's a business, if it's your home, whatever it is that you're deciding that you need to hire out, make a list of all the tasks that you have to do in Mm -hmm. a day, in a day, from top to bottom, and then decide the ones, rate them from one to five. One is the ones you like to do the most, and five is the ones that you like to do the least or vice versa, however you want to do it. Rate them all. And then when you get to the ones that you like the least, those are the things that you start hiring out. Pick one. to start and then you hire that out yeah if you want to be super pragmatic about it and super like you know logical and no emotion that's a good way to do it
0: it's numbers now it's numbers now yeah
1: you're looking at tasks and then you say i like it or i don't like it which i think everybody can do and then from there you say now these are all ones and these are all five so i will keep these and i will toss these and we will work at least one by one try one Just try one thing to hire out and see if it works for you. Yeah. And then if that works, then you can move on to your next thing. And, of course, all this stuff changes, right? Like, you can reevaluate every six months or a year or whatever you want to do. You should always be reevaluating what you're doing, how you're doing it. Like, this should never be a um, static um, process. This should always be moving and evolving with you and your family and how you live and all that stuff and your business and all these things. So... If there's any takeaway, I think that that's the best, the best way to do it in a logical way that you can really like sit down and hone in on what your, your goals are.
0: Yeah. And where you need help.
1: And where you need help. So that is what we have this week for you guys. Um, if you have any questions or comments, be sure to uh, send us an email at buildingarensburg at gmail.com. Or you guys can see us on Instagram. Thomas's Instagram, you guys. It's on fire. It's at Aaronsburg on Instagram. And on Facebook, it's at buildingeronsburg. Be sure to give us five stars on whatever um, listening channel you're on right now. And on a side
0: note. Yeah. Someone messaged me. And on Spotify, you cannot rate podcast.
1: Podcasts so. are a whole s- crazy yeah. thing. Anyway, we, if, if you're you listening
0: can, on Spotify, you may not be able to rate But if five you're stars. on
1: iTunes, you can for sure. Right. Yeah, we'd appreciate it. Until next time. Bye, y'all.
0: Bye, y'all.